everyone. Welcome back to the Horror Squad. Tonight we're talking about Dracula, which is currently streaming on Netflix. Um, yeah, let's get right into it. What's everyone doing? Chilling and killing. So tell me about your protein shake you just made. Well, my protein shake has some chia seeds in it. Also uh, has some apple, some pineapple. It's pretty tasty. See, I can't do like nutty type things in a smoothie it gets like in your teeth what's nutty in my smoothie? well isn't the chia seeds kind of nutty seeds I don't think nutty? nutty i think they are so well then what about the eyeball in there and the finger Ooh. whose finger are they though uh that's a great question joe's <laughs> mine steve tell us about the furnace guy Oh yeah, that's you know, that's it's the same story every time anyone comes to my house. Uh, he comes down and he looks on my like basement and he gives me the dirtiest fucking look, like you freak, and keeps watching his back because he probably thinks I'm gonna do something to him. Is Canada was, a heavy religious, or at least in the area you live in, heavily religious? Uh, no, not now where I currently live in, so, yeah, not really. Huh. So, I, I usually yeah, have so. the complete opposite with myself. Like I had the AC guy, I had the um. The furnace dude and the plumber, they're all here and they're all like taking pictures of stuff. So, and where I'm like in the freaking Bible Belt, Kentucky. So, I don't know. It's weird that your guys just react that way. It depends who it is. Like, I've had that a couple times, especially with like the autograph posters and stuff where they're really interested, but uh, not this guy. <laughs> he was not having it at all. Yeah, that is weird. Whenever there's people that come into our apartment, they're always happy and mm-hmm. pleased with what they see. Yeah. yeah the, Your apartment's cool. amazing. <laughs> the guy, the guy, oh yeah, one time we had like a leak in the ceiling and the guy came in and he was like, mar- he was like loving it. He was asking me questions about like my collection and everything. So yeah, he's like, oh, I've seen that movie. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm almost happy that they hate it because I don't want them to steal it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, taking inventory, like, oh, this is a good house to hit. <laughs> yeah, what are your work hours? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had one guy, actually, he's like, man, like, you want to be friends on Xbox? I'm like, sure. <laughs> he was the AC guy. Yeah, he was the AC guy, and now we're friends on Xbox. So, <laughs> but oh. shout, out, shout out to Caleb. Oh, do you actually, do you still play with them and stuff? I don't really play with people, period, on Xbox anymore. It's mostly just, like, single player stuff, because I just, I can't handle, like, kids yelling at me. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, like it's more of like a social kind of Xbox is almost like a Facebook page now. How like social media lies it's become, but yeah, really? yeah. They're coming out with a new one soon, like a new system. I heard like the PS5 is coming out soon. I keep hearing about that, but I've November Xbox too. Yep. Yeah, they've actually shown on the Xbox. It's called Xbox Series X. It's like this box, uh, like really square looking box. Uh, PS5 hasn't shown their system yet. I think in early February, and they're both releasing in, around November. What can you, what can you even do now? Like, I feel like they've like hit like that pinnacle of graphics. Like, how much better can they really get? Oh, uh, they're they're going nowhere but up. Like now, they're all standard 4K. Yeah, uh, 8K right. TVs are coming out soon, so I'm sure that would be supported. What the hell is that? Just freaking crisp as fuck. Oh. But uh, PS PlayStation has their built-in VR now. So that's like super fun. Xbox doesn't have that, but um, PlayStation does. So it's 
that's like the next wave, I guess. Nice. Speaking of 4K, fun. did you see that they're doing My Bloody Valentine, three, uh, the original in 4K restoration? Yeah, um, yeah, for Screen Factory, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah I pre-ordered it. Mm-hmm. it that Cemetery out. Two is getting a 4K release too. Is it really? That's weird. Yeah. Well, cool. Social time. Any questions? All right. So <laughs> you guys can send us questions. Yeah, at uh, Horse Squad Pod on social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, or send us an email the Horse Squad Podcast at gmail.com. Got a few questions in this week. Uh, this one was actually sent last week, but it was after we recorded. Uh, it's from Horror Movie Weekly. He asked, "Do you all found the found footage convention has run its course, or will we see a resurgence in the 2020s?" Hmm. Um. I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, I don't think it's run its course. I mean, I think you'll always see, like, found footage stuff out there. Um, Maybe not as crazy as it was uh, at the beginning of the decade and whatnot. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I think there will always be a little bit of something out there. What do you think of Chernobyl Diaries? I actually never saw it. I like it a lot. It's like a... I heard nothing... It's good. I heard nothing good about it. Really? Oh, okay. No, it's watch fun. It Jesse McCartney. I love that one. <laughs> I tell Joe he needs to watch it. Who's Jesse uh, McCartney? You don't know who Jesse McCartney is? No. Is he in that movie? Yeah. He's a singer. He's a pop singer. Oh. I didn't know who that um, dude in Texas Chainsaw was, the the black gentleman. And then like then I learned he was a rapper. I'm like, oh, okay. I don't really know anyone, apparently. But what was his oh, name? Oh, yeah. I forget his name. Um, what was the What was the guy in Chernobyl? Jesse McCartney. Jesse McCartney. He was like a really big, like teenage pop singer back he sings in like Beautiful Soul. <laughs> oh, I don't want a pretty face. Oh. I don't want just anyone what? to hold. What? He plays Theodore and Alvin the Chipmunks. Oh. So yeah. I've seen that movie fucking nine times. <laughs> yeah, I can't What's see. The- guy's name i can't remember his name uh is it like ty or something let me look it up Wait, texas. which texas paints are we talking about the 3d one with um Alexander uh, Daddario, who's a babe um what's his uh, name trey I, I songs trey, trey songs. songs yes yeah oh is he yeah he's really cute i i don't know i don't see what like he's super like small compared to like the other actors no offense, Joe. I know you're critically challenged. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. No, no I mean, he's no. He's really popular among amongst the ladies. No, I mean he looks like childlike to me. Oh, childlike. Yeah, not yeah, like small. Yeah, like a pretty boy. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. What we're talking. Oh, found footage. I no, I, I like found footage if it's done well. So, yeah. um, more the merrier. I mean, yeah. I mean, what was it? I mean, look at can I mean, Cannibal Holocaust came out in the the '70s. I mean. We still, I mean, so it'll never go away. It'll, it's here to stay. You said you didn't watch that, right, Sam, because of the animal violence? Correct. Okay. I, you should definitely watch the edited version, though. Yeah, they have one without the animal killings. Yeah, right. It's probably labeled without the animal killings, and then I watch it, and someone's. No, nah, it's a it. special cut. Where can, can you get that online? Uh, I know it's physical form. I'm not sure if they have them online. That's I wouldn't trust an online one just for that reason. Right. All right. I'll 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 
I'll uh, I'll look around and I'll try to get her to watch it and give her take on it within this year. May I give a shout out before we continue? Yes. Yep. Shout out to Kayla for watching Gracie Strangler. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I asked her what she thought, and she says, "I'm not sure what I watched." <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for watching it. I still love it. Yeah. yeah. She said there was like eight or nine movies she hadn't watched. Um, like on all our lists so she's going through them all right now so yeah that's awesome cool yeah she sent me the list it's, uh, she's got a lot of good movies to watch in the next few weeks do you have so. the list? Uh, it's on my Instagram I'd have to go find it but I remember, from the top of my head there was The Invitation, there was Unsane there was Train to Busan uh, Green Room uh, and a couple others But nice. those are all good that. ones yeah, yeah. Well, since since everyone's talking about their experience with Kayla, I do know she is going to the dentist (laughs) tomorrow, and maybe it was today, so I hope that dentist appointment went well. There you go. (laughs) Uh, And, yeah, as far as found footage, yeah, I mean, I I think there's always room for found footage films. Uh, What I like about found footage is if a student, like a film student, has a good idea, he can make a a good found footage film and doesn't need the big budget or anything like that. Uh, if you just put yourself to it, like uh, Creep, for example, it's kind of sound footage. Uh, there's just a lot of cool ideas, and I hope we see more of it in 2020. I just hope people don't try to rehash ideas that have been done before, which happens a lot when something becomes popular. Yeah. So maybe it's a lack of popularity at the moment is an, an, an actual plus, because people won't just try to copy, and they'll try to do something original. Mm-hmm. Is there like is there an underrated found footage one you guys have that maybe like you think kind of flew under the radar? That's a maybe. good question. Uh, Chernobyl. Chernobyl Diary. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, one that kind of pops in my head. I I think it flew kind of under the radar. It was uh, As Above, So Below. Oh, that's a great one. The ending is a little abrupt. It is, yeah. That's like my big negative about it, but the rest of the movie is really good. I forgot that one was found footage. Is uh, Apollo 18 found footage? It is. I've never seen it because I heard nothing but bad things uh, about I it. I enjoy it too. I mean, okay. you got to know what you're getting into, but yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. Also going to throw out the Poughkeepsie tapes because that one is really good. Distur- um, that one disturbed me. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> That's the one that like was in developmental hell forever, and it never officially got a release, really. And then it just got uh, the official release last year, I think. But, mm-hmm. I mean, everyone was bootlegging it before that, just because it was, like, you know, so talked about. But I remember seeing that um, trailer in theaters, like, over ten years ago. And, like, I couldn't wait for it to come out, and I was following it for, like, all these years. And I finally uh, found a bootleg online and watched it that way. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think uh, who I think maybe Scream Factory or somebody. Yeah, released. they did. Yeah. Speaking of developmental hell, what ever happened to that movie that got shelved because of the shootings? Anything ever happened with that? Oh, yeah. I haven't heard of that called? About- Hunting something? Uh, yeah, that was the one with Emma Roberts. There was in it, and I, I I haven't heard anything about that. I guess it's just shelved for now. I I sure it will be dumped eventually, maybe on Netflix or Shutter or someone will get the rights to it and and dump it. But yeah, that's that's too bad for them because they were supposed to get a theater release. So unless called, they're waiting, it's called the hunt. The hunt, yeah. Yeah, it says still still says post production. So 
Yeah. We had a good discussion about that on uh, the Ready or Not episode with the directors. So if you haven't listened to that, check that out for sure. It's written by the freaking Lost guy. Really? Wait, wait. Damon Lindoff. No, he's doing... Yeah, Lost. Um, Star yeah, he Trek. did Lost, yeah. Damn. So, big writer. Watch the new Watchmen. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Has anyone watched the Watchmen TV show? No, it's next on my list. I really... I hear it's amazing things about it. Okay. I watched the first episode, but I haven't continued. But the first episode was decent, so... We'll, 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 I'll catch up eventually. Were you a fan of the movie? I was, yeah. I was. I was a big fan of the movie, actually. And uh, actually, Jackie Earl Haley is going to be at Monster Mania coming up here in March. Sam and I are planning on going. Um, I'm on the fence about meeting him, though. I wonder if anyone asked for Freddy shit. I mean, sure. I'm sure some people definitely do. Some people actually like it. I haven't watched it since the first time, to be honest. I, I want to kind of revisit it. That might be. Maybe it's one we should revisit Let's do a this show, year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, I, I didn't love the movie, but I uh, I thought his performance was actually pretty good. So, I think he just he was just in the wrong movie. But anyway, we will talk about that if we review it. Um, all right, moving on to another question. This one comes from Eric. It's a fuck Mary kill. Ooh. So, Santa Nico Pandemonium, which is Salma Hayek, and um, oh my god, uh, from Dust Till Dawn, Akasha which is Aliyah in Queen of the Damned, and Celine, which is Kate Beckinsale in the Underworld series. Okay, Kate Beckinsale is my number one, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm marrying her for sure. And I'm um, straight up banging Salma Hayek before she turns into a vampire. Then I'm killing um, Aliyah. Rude. Rest, rest <laughs> in peace, I think. Isn't she actually... Did she pass away? Like, yeah. Okay, well... Yeah. She bet right after the movie. I don't mean anything about that, you know what I mean? I know. Sure. I'm uh, I ran on board with you, Todd. I'm I'm the same exact. I'm kind of pissed that that one comedian guy is banging her. Who Kate Beckinsale? Yeah, oh, that... Pete Davidson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought she was with Machine Gun Kelly. Who the hell is, is she that? now? I, she was. I was like I haven't heard her and Pete together for a while. Machine Gun Kelly. Let me look at this guy. I, I, I was just gonna say that for that reason alone, I was gonna kill her. <laughs> <laughs> what is uh, this? Yeah, right. He looks like the Joker in the Suicide Squad movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so I might as well go. So I'd kill uh, Kate Beckinsale. Unfortunately, I would marry Aaliyah, and I'd uh, fuck uh, Sam Hayek. I'm on the same track as Steve. Okay, but describe it though, Sam. Nothing, but I can't get rid of Aaliyah. You can't get rid of Leah, okay? Nope. And you would take Selma over, Kate? I guess. All right. All right. Uh, okay, so the next question came to us on Instagram, and it's from Kayla, which we were just talking about. She says, I believe The Turning is the next horror up to be released in theaters. Just watch the trailer, and while I enjoy him in Stranger Things and It, how do you feel about Finn Wolfhart showing up in just about everything? He made for a great kid in it and strangers, but now I feel like some annoying teen actor. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Yeah. There's more. It's another question. So. Uh, um, I don't know. I don't have a 
problem with it. Really. I mean, yeah, he is kind of like everywhere right now, which I can understand would be annoying. But at the same time, like, good for him. I mean, the the kid's like, he's a solid actor, and you know, yeah. Is he a solid actor though? I mean, he's good in Stranger Things, and he was good in it. But it's like literally the same character. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, I I can understand people's like kind of not love yeah. for him. I mean, I don't hate him, and I feel the same way. Like, good for him. He's making money and getting work, so. I don't, I don't, I don't mind. <laughs> He's all right. I, I mean, to me, like, yeah, in mad respect to him, he, he seems to be a horror fan. And he's doing. He did it. He did Stranger Things. He's doing The Turning. He's in Ghostbusters. So, hey, all the power to him if he's getting these roles. And I, he's not distracting me from the roles. So, right, all good for me. Yeah, and I actually think uh, Gretel and Hansel is coming out before that, which is starring the other girl from It. There, the the girl. The played, yeah. yeah, I've heard that one, uh, that one looks. I've heard like really good things about that so far. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, the story of uh, Hansel and Grell is pretty cool in general, so putting like a horror spin on it, I think, could definitely be fun. Well, they did that one with Jeremy Renner a few years ago that was more like popcorny. I never saw it. Yeah, just whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty standard, uh, like, action flick there. Nothing special about that one. Uh, she also said, uh, finished off by saying, thanks for a great show. A few new movies to watch from your decades list and the contest. Intrigued to hear you, uh, your thoughts on this Dracula. Oh, I have a lot of thoughts about this Dracula, so stay tuned for that. <laughs> I only have one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. And finally, our last question comes from Mandy. She says, hi, squad. What's the first thing that comes to mind when I ask, what scene made you laugh really hard in a horror film? Ooh, great question. Um, I gotta think on this one if anyone has anything. Um, I mean, I guess since we keep talking about it, Greasy Strangler, where you can see his dangling. Ooh. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Which one, the big one or the small one? The big one, hello. <laughs> I'll go hello? reverse... I'll go reverse spectrum on that. I'll go in uh, the little tiny one where he's jerking off. <laughs> and he's like, I think he calls his wiener Rodney or something. He's like, come on, Rodney, let's play the game. <laughs> uh, for me, the first thing that came to mind is the scene in um, Insidious Last Key where uh, Tucker is like in the basement with uh, Lin Shea and they, there's like this like really creepy hole that uh, someone has to go through and he's like don't worry i got this and he just takes a flashlight flashes down the hole he's like all right you can go oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I laughed so fucking hard in the theater during that scene it was awesome that's a good one uh, i don't know i can't think nothing's coming to mind right now so we can move on right, if, okay. if, if you think about it later the last i do like to i know um, her last question is, you guys all love Cabin in the Woods based off your decade list. Which horror monster would be your best case scenario and your worst case scenario? Ooh. I don't even know if I remember all of them. Any horror monster. It doesn't have to be in a movie. Oh, any? Oh, I didn't know if it was like the Cabin in the Woods. Hmm. I'm going to go off Cabin in the Woods only and I'll go best case Merman because he's slow as shit. 
on land. <laughs> and worst case, anything that's like spiritual, because like, how could you fight it really? You did. That's true. Yeah. I like the one ghost that like sucks the guy's soul out though. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's hard. Uh, best case scenario for me, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go Ghostface because it's just a regular person, and I feel like I could get away from him, or I could even kill him. So I'll I'll say that. And then I guess worst case scenario would be like Freddy, because once you fall asleep, you're fucked and you're pretty much dead. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. Best case would be creature. Because he could be my pet. <laughs> but also maybe my lover, too. Ooh. Uh, worst case scenario... Fish stick. Would be... What else is that? I'm thinking. I don't know. Well, table it. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> uh, for me, I would say best case scenario would be zombies because I feel that like 30 plus years of watching zombie films have uh, prepared me for this uh, worst case would be probably like Todd like friggin ghost little Japanese girls like they had in that friggin movie uh, just just, just scary scary as hell there's nothing you can do there's like just you're screwed what does she turn into a happy frog or something like that does she yeah I think the Japanese kids turned, turned the ghost into a happy frog or something it's been a while since I saw it. Alright, and that's all the questions we had. So thank you everybody. Send in those questions. We love doing this segment and we cannot do it without you. Yeah. Hey, do you got what do you guys think about the Joker getting all those Oscar nominations? Uh, yeah, Walking Phoenix was fantastic, so I, I support that one. Did like so the only horror movie that got nominated was uh, The Lighthouse. So shout out to that. Um, <laughs> For what? What but, category? Uh, I best. Uh, I think it was uh, cinematography. I hope it wins because that is a beautiful shot movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people putting kind of putting Joker near the horror side of things too, which I don't really consider it horror at all but I do that with like psychological crime or something or drama yeah. or something like that yeah. yeah, they need to fix the stupid categories though like when Get Out was comedy yeah stupid <laughs> yeah that, that, that's the Golden Gloves They're, they got weird categories at least Academy put them all together into one so. mm-hmm. but yeah I, I agree I think you know we need some more diversity at the Oscars, and I think horror needs to be more included because, come on, guys. Okay, Stephen King. We need King. more horror in our lives. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, it's like, for sure, I, I couldn't believe that, like, at least Pattinson or Defoe didn't get nominated for The Lighthouse because their performances were, like, crazy good. Even if you didn't like the movie, you have to admit their performances in that movie were quite something. I, I think Pattinson will eventually get it if Batman doesn't, like, if Batman's not a joke. I think if that's a joke, it'll damage his career again. Mm. 
see, didn't they just announce Colin Farrell as the Penguin? <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> I can't see it, but whatever, we'll see. That's interesting, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm st- I still think Lupita should have been nominated for us. I, I, I didn't even hear in the conversation, and I think that's crazy because she's so good in that movie. Because her voice sucked. <laughs> right, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Little girl. <laughs> if you could pick one movie, I guess, to nominate, which one would you pick? Would it Would it be us or? Yeah. For, for this for best picture for 2019. Um, anything. Let's just say, like, any category that could they could have given. Let's go original screenplay for us. Even though, like, I have problems with it, that's still a really original idea. Okay. Yep. I think... I'd say Midsommar, to be honest. Uh, yeah. uh, even though it was, it was, like, third on my list of my favorites, because it's a different... Like, what I think is best and what I think is my favorite is two different things. Uh, Midsommar, I thought, was, like, solid enough of a movie that it should have been nominated for Best Picture, in my opinion. Yeah, I was going to say Midsummer for uh, Cinematography, because that movie looked amazing. Oh, well. Oh, but did, didn't a horror movie win, like, was it last year? Or the year before? It was Shape of Water? Ah, uh, yeah, I mean, if you can kind of horror genre. Horror, but yeah, definitely horror tones. Mm-hmm, for sure. They're probably like, okay, we're good for like a decade. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, what's like the last actual like horror movie? So, I mean, I consider Silence of the Lambs to be a horror movie, so I, and that's like the last one that actually got like that one picture and yeah. So, I mean, Get Out won two years ago though for uh, the screenplay, right? I think it was. Mm-hmm. Which one last? Which what was the best picture last year? Last year was was, was it Green Book. Oh, I never saw that one with uh, I never saw Vigo. Yeah, he's like a racist, like Italian guy or something. I I think he like him. It's like during the time of like you know in the '60s when racism was rampant, and like he him and uh, like a I think he's like he's like the piano player, and the other guy's like a singer, and they like form this like Bond type movie. Mm. All right. What watch? Yeah, let's do it. Who would like to start? Let's hear Sammy. Really? Yeah, let's do Sammy. <laughs> Dracula. So I'll wait. Actually, what did no. we watch? You can talk about the Outsider. Watch that. Did we? Yeah, we watched it last night. I don't even remember the TV show. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so we started The Outsider. It's on HBO. It's based off of a, the Stephen King book. I don't know the story myself, but it has uh, Jason Bateman in it, and he actually directs it, I believe. Um, we saw two episodes. I think it comes on every Sunday night. Yes. Yeah, and uh, so far, um, it's about this guy who is a Little League coach, family man he was seen killing a boy from their neighborhood their community but then later on as you see he's actually on video gone away at some conference because he's an english teacher um so they're trying to figure out how could he be in two places at the same time um it's really good so far i liked it a lot yeah 
Me too. I uh, it's definitely a good start. Um, I really don't know where it's gonna go. Like I don't know if they're gonna. It seems like they're gonna go some sort of supernatural route or something like that, but not really sure yet. I never read the book. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm kind of staying away. I really don't want to know a lot about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's a mini series. It's only going to be one season, I think, nine or ten episodes or something like that. So, yeah, so far, so good. Yep. Yeah, it looks really good. All right. Uh, Joe would not stop talking about this movie. Better watch out. First time uh-huh. watch. And I loved it. I liked it a lot. Um, Probably would have hit my list if it, I think it was 2018, right? Uh, yes. So might have hit my list, not sure. But uh, basically it's about a young man, um, teenager that has his hot babysitter over. He wants to bang her because um, she's like going away and obviously he's a horny teenager. And then shit just goes wrong. I don't want to spoil anything because if you haven't seen it, the spoils will ruin it for you. But uh, super, I hated the kid. Hated him. <laughs> so super effective with that. And I like the ending, the very last shot, so. Yeah, very, very good movie. Though. I didn't see that coming. Nice. Glad you liked it. Uh, I'll jump in um, next. Yeah, I, yeah. All right. Uh, so this one I watched because I saw it make a lot of best of the year horror lists and stuff like that. And it's been getting Oscar buzz, got nominated for best picture and stuff. And it is Parasite, which is a uh, Korean movie. Uh, so I decided to give it a try, and, um, I don't think this movie is horror whatsoever. I really don't understand why people are putting it in the horror category. Uh, I mean, there's, like, one scene that I guess is somewhat horror, but for the most part, it's straight comedy slash drama. Um, but basically what the movie's about is about, you know, this family that's kind of living in poverty, and they essentially con a um rich family um and uh that's all i'll kind of say about it i really don't want to spoil it i do think it's actually a really good movie I, I mean i can see why people are loving on it and stuff like that but if you're going in expecting a horror movie i think you'll definitely be disappointed so um yeah but yeah i, I mean i would definitely recommend it i think it's a a good good movie it's funny it's um at some points somewhat uh, disturbing, not in a horror way, but you know, it kind of just goes on, you know, kind of class warfare, I guess is the best way to describe it. So, uh, yeah, definitely an interesting movie, and I, I would recommend it. Um, my first one is currently my best film of 2020, but <laughs> also my worst film of 2020 because it's the only one I've seen, and that is a movie that actually isn't released yet. It's a screener we got called Agramon's Gate. Uh, I because it's not out yet. I don't want to really spoil anything. It's the basic synopsis is uh, these people at a party hire like a psychic to come and do psychic readings for them, and she like releases a demon into the world, and then she and her like demon hunting friend have to kill that demon, and uh, a bunch of stuff ensues. Uh, how can I put this nicely? I don't like to shit on independent films, but. Had this been released in 2019, I actually would have put it uh, worse than Velocipaster as my worst of the year. Uh, I would give this a 2 out of 10, and I'm being generous with that, too. Like, it had a pretty okay first scene, and other than that, it was all downhill. I did not enjoy this movie whatsoever. 
But that's just my opinion. I mean, that's just the way it goes. So don't stop yourself from seeing it if you want to dig, you know, into indie <laughs> film, horror films. But my God, did I not like this film. And I can't see seeing myself hating something more this year. So you're probably <laughs> going to hear about this Jeez. in December. At least you got that out of the way. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it, it, it's bad. It's, it's real bad. I like how Steve says, I don't want to shit on it, and then continues to shit on it. <laughs> uh, I, I just don't want to go into details of why like, I didn't like it, but yeah. yeah. I hear you, man. It sounds like a, like the title sounds like a Super Nintendo game. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just, just a lot of problems with it. Um, it is what it is. Remember that board game movie we reviewed, Todd? Oh, I hated that game. Boy, Behind, the, Behind the Gates or whatever. Yeah, Beyond the Gates. I didn't hate it, but yeah, it wasn't the best. I like the video store, but that was about it. Yeah. <laughs> you got any other ones, Sammy? Nope. All right. Not I'll... any related. I'll try better next time, guys. Okay, okay. I watched Chernobyl, the uh, miniseries from... Uh, uh, Amazing. What's it called? What's it called? <laughs> I loved it. It was terrifying. And, yeah. Um, really? Yeah. You didn't think it was scary? She didn't. She didn't see it. She saw bits I haven't and pieces. Seen it. it just makes you like question again why we even have nuclear. We- I know it wasn't a nuclear weapon that went off, but why we even? Why is it even a possibility to like nuke other countries? It's crazy to me. But um, yeah, super disturbing because it's like just real life. Uh, they put it in front of your face and you deal with the aftermath from beginning to end and just how like corrupt and backwards their government was in responding to it and just like people trying to shit on other people and blame dead people for their mistakes. It's just crazy, man. And some super disturbing imagery, especially the firefighter. I was like, holy fuck, just like shoot me in the head if that's me. But yeah, uh, yeah it's rough. It's rough. It's a good show though. It's crazy. Like, uh, yeah, I didn't, re- you know, obviously like it happened in what, 87? That's the year I was born. So yeah, I, I didn't realize like how fucking crazy. I mean, I knew it was like a big catastrophe, but I didn't even realize it was even bigger than I thought it was, you know? It could have ended the fucking, that Eastern Europe. Right, they, yeah, yeah, I mean, kudos to those fucking miners that dug underground to, like, basically save, like... Fucking firemen shit. Yeah, and those dudes who went underwater to, like, Mm -hmm. shut off that valve or whatever, like, holy shit. And then they survived, somehow survived, like, they, like, lived long, healthy lives. Like, I couldn't believe that. Yeah. And that fucking guy, the, the the main operator that kept like telling the guys yeah they're like hey this is unsafe i'm not shut the fuck up and do it like gosh damn bro shit what would you do if that was like your boss would you just well you know what I, it's 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 hard to answer correctly because i mean if, right? if soviet union like if you don't you're fucked in america mm-hmm. we could say no but like over there like i understand why they didn't because you go to fucking prison and fucking that like ice fucking whatever they call it the gulag but um I don't know, man. I like to say I would refuse, but who knows? Yeah, right. Agreed. Uh, Steve, did you watch that yet? No, but I want to now. Oh, that's good. It's I, I binged it. Yeah, five ep- or five episodes. It's like, yeah. Oh, what is it on? HBO. HBO. Oh, okay. It was like the best, definitely the best thing I've, like one of the best things I watched this whole year um, or last year. So I would definitely recommend it. And it won best, um, like limited series at the Golden Globes, um, deservedly so too. And uh, what's his name? Uh, Stellan Skarsgård won mm. like best supporting 
actor for it as well. So, uh, yeah. All right, moving on. Next one I got is, um, I think I talked about it a little bit on the Decade show, but um, Maniac, um, starring Elijah Wood. Todd was talking it up so much that I decided to... The movie? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God! <laughs> Uh, Todd was talking up so much that I was like, "All right, I gotta watch it." You watched it, and I, yeah, I watched it, and What'd you uh, think? I really enjoyed it. Good, uh, right? Movie, it's a bizarre movie though. Yeah. It is so weird, um, and it's like shot really interestingly too, um, which I wasn't expecting. And it just like the whole mannequin shit is just so bizarre, bizarre. but it's so good. Like it's definitely like a good look into a you know the mind of you know a serial killer, or, like you know just a complete psychopath and uh i mean elijah wood is is great in it um story is really good um yeah i i thoroughly enjoyed it it's just it's very fucking weird though um but yeah i i, I definitely dug it you've seen the original right yeah yeah a long time ago i honestly don't remember a lot about it but uh the original i remember just it being really fucked up and disturbing i mean it's regarded as like one of the like like most fucked up like slasher movies ever so yeah i can't wait for elijah's new movie that's my probably most anticipated one so far yeah that one should i'm definitely excited for that one too it was actually making a lot some people's lists this year for like best of the year but um you know that was people who started in the festival circuit so definitely excited for it to get a wide release this year um my next one so after watching uh, Agumon's Gate and something else I didn't really like, which I'll talk about later. Uh, I wanted like a palate cleanser, so this was a second watch for me. I watched Mayhem with uh, Stephen Yun and uh, Samara Weaving. Uh, it's a story about a virus that gets into people and they act out like their, I guess, violent tendencies or not necessarily violent, but like wildest tendencies, and people are stuck in. Uh, like working building and they all get this virus and they're quarantined for like, I think it's eight hours and people just go absolutely eight shit. And Steven Young just got fired. So he wants to go after his boss. Who's like on a secured floor and a bunch of stuff happens. Uh, great. Really. I really love this film. It's got a lot of gore, a lot of action. It's super well paced. Like I was never bored at all. And uh, I enjoy the shit out of it. So highly recommend it. I watched it off. I think it's shutter. So check it out there yeah whatever you do is legal too during that time right yeah there, there, there's a loophole in the law where anything you do while you're infected is legal which is crazy all right back to me um wolf of wall street but that's not horror but that's an amazing film great movie yeah um <laughs> yeah. and okay so i watched one called vault of horror uh i believe it's from the late 60s maybe early 70s uh, it's a hammer film, you know, those that old kind of style. Um, basically, like, five dudes go in an elevator, and they all, like, accidentally go to a basement. Like, the elevator takes over and takes them there. And there's a table with, like, a bunch of, like, beer and, you know, cigarettes and shit. And they sit down, and like, well, we can't get out of here. The elevator doesn't work. So they just start chatting and telling each other about, like, their scariest, um, like, dreams they, they've, they've had before. And I'll leave it at that because it's super good, and I don't want to ruin the twist. What was that one called? Vault of Horror, and that's oh, that's actually one of the films I bought with um, some of my winnings from the from the trivia. Nice. Yeah. Does that have anything? Does that have anything to do with like the old like uh, like EC comics and stuff like that? 
Uh, you know, honestly, I'm not sure. Hmm. But cool. it's uh, uh, Vault of Horror, Vault of Horror. Let me find it. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, it's good fun. It's got like vampires in it. It's, um, oh, 1973, so that era. It's got vampires in it. It's got like a girl that um, the husband's like super like picky on his house. And like she has like a nervous breakdown where she like spills a cup of water. And then she's trying to clean up that and she drops a picture. And it's just like if you have any kind of anxiety, it feeds on it like instantly. Um, so that was really good. It's like it's an anthology basically. And then with the wraparound at the end, it's pretty cool. Nice. Uh, the last one I got is I don't remember if I talked about it on the show. I don't think I did, but fractured. Did you guys? I don't do remember anything? that one. No. Okay. Neither. I'll talk about it again then. Um, so this was a Netflix original movie. Um, came out in uh, October, but basically the plot synopsis is about um, this family. They're coming back, I think, from some sort of you know, Thanksgiving vacation or something like that. And uh, they stop off at a rest area and um, the little girl um, falls and breaks her arm. So, um, you know, the husband and wife rush her to the hospital. Uh, she goes for x-rays. The wife goes with her. The husband waits in uh, the waiting room and he wakes up and all of a sudden it's like, they never were there, like, basically ever existed. Um, and then he's trying to basically figure out what the hell's going on, what happened. Um, it's uh, It was um, definitely interesting. Um, it's kind of like, it reminded me a lot of, like, very Twilight Zone-esque. I think it's definitely um, worth a watch. Um, is it anything amazing? No, but it was definitely a good time killer and uh, yeah, I, I, overall, I enjoyed it. Cool. Uh, my last one is the Mothman Prophecies, which nice. is based <laughs> off a true story that happened in the late '60s. And by I say true in quotation marks because I'm not convinced. But uh, basically, Richard Gere is uh, is like driving with his wife, and she sees what looks like a Mothman. Uh, right before they have a car accident and then she dies and that somehow leads him to a small town uh, which she's not sure how he got there and he tries to figure out the mystery of what this mothman is and he starts to realize it's trying to tell him something uh, to try to avoid a disaster uh, that's going to happen in this town a bunch of stuff ensues and uh, yeah it's a, it's a pretty decent film uh, it's not like I wouldn't I don't I didn't love it I thought it was a little boring at times, like the pacing wasn't the best, but it was a cool story. Uh, it's cool knowing it's kind of based on a true story. Uh, the CGI is pretty bad, though, I will say yeah. that, uh, but it's like early 2000s, so it's not too surprising. But uh, overall, a decent film. Uh, one I'd recommend watching, but not like, don't rush for it. It's, uh, <laughs> it's not that great of a film, and it's currently streaming on Netflix. The, that's all I have. Yeah, me too. Same. What we got next? Trivias? Uh, horror news. Horror news. Horror news. It's been a while since we've done it. Um, so I have some, but I'll keep it limited. Um, all right. So the first bit of news is, are you guys ready for Carrie 
to come back. Nah. Yes. Not another remake? <laughs> well, it has just been reported by Collider that FX is developing oh. a Kerry television series. I'm watching. He says, though it's still very early in the development process and there's no script yet, sources say that this time around, telekinetic teen Kerry White will likely be played by either a trans performer or an actress of color rather than a cis white woman. What does it say, cis? Yes. What's that mean? I don't know. Cis white uh, woman? That means... C-I-S. I fr- I'm new to it. What? It's genderless, isn't it? Like you're not neither one or the other? Let me look what? it up. Let me Google it. Look it up, yeah. I don't want to say... Denoting like... or relating to a molecular structure in which two particles... Oh, yeah, that's not definitely not it. We're not woke enough, I guess. Yeah, um... Oh, okay. I remember it's like they're they. They're not like... They don't identify as either men or women. So it says here, meaning... On this side of, which is the opposite of trans, meaning across from. I, I'll go with Steve's explanation. I don't know. So yeah, I mean, I mean, I actually think that kind of makes sense, right? Like a trans person being made fun of, like it makes sense for them to go like off the deep end and. Well, how do you like, know they're going to be made fun of that? Maybe they're just saying they want an, a trans actor. Right, but it carries the whole main whole thing of Carrie is she gets bullied. Well, yeah, but maybe why do you automatically assume that they're going to put it where they get bullied about being transgender? Why can't it just be a transgender person getting person bullied? getting bullied about something else? Yeah, maybe. But kids are pretty cruel, so I feel like that would be like the number one thing they get bullied about. Yeah, I'm just yeah. thinking if they go the the showers route, like when she had her period, that that would probably. Well, I don't know, because transgender doesn't mean you have both, right? That's what is that? Um, hermaphrodite. No, that's a hermaphrodite. Oh. Transgender is when you, you, you um, maybe be a woman, but you think you're a man or you want to be a man. Is that what it is? Or vice versa, where you're trying to transition into the opposite gender that you were born. Uh, okay. Hey, if it's good, it's good. That's all I can say, I guess. Yeah, I'll watch What it. do you think of the other two adaptations of Carrie, the Chloe Grace one and the one with Angela Bettis? I like the one with Angela Bettis a lot. I love that one. I've only seen that one once, and come on, I thought you. Sorry, sorry. And the Chloe one's good too. Um, I think uh, the mom, which I forget the actress's name, she's good in everything. So I thought she did a pretty good job. She's a babe. Yeah, she is. I thought that one was too shot for shot, like on that one. Like it was way too similar. Like they didn't try to change it at all. That was my main problem with that one. But, all right, next bit of news. Well, don't let them tell you, folks, that collecting horror memorabilia is a bad investment because we have a new record holder for the most expensive prop in horror history. And I bet you'll never guess what it is unless you read the story. <laughs> uh, Piss from The Exorcist. Nope. No. I have no idea. I've seen the car. Oh, that'd be so cool. No, but it actually, it did just go up for auction and it didn't meet the reserve. It didn't? What was the what reserve? The, um, it, well, we don't know. So it got as high as 300000 
um, but it didn't make it didn't meet the what? sellers. It, the reserve is like the sellers. Like he won't sell it. Uh, yeah, okay. the minimum they'd take for it. Well, so are you ready for this? Give it yep. to me. <laughs> the Zuni Hunter doll from the original trilogy of terror sold at auction for two hundred and four thousand dollars. I'm surprised at that. Yeah. Right? That's, it's cool, thought. but not two hundred thousand cool. Oh hell no! Hell no! <laughs> nope. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty crazy. So, um, it it also it outsold gems at this auction, um, such as Darth Vader's helmet, what? his face mask, yeah, and his face mask. Um, but yeah, pretty crazy. Uh, too- All right, horror fans. So hey, All if right. you have some, <laughs> yeah, don't let people tell you collecting horror stuff is a joke. I'll tell my wife real quick. I know, right? So when your mom comes down to the basement and she says, why are you wasting your money? Show her this. Get out of my room, Ma. (laughs) Get a job. (laughs) I'm just cleaning it. (laughs) All right. So we got some new news here on the new Walking Dead movie that will be starring Mr. Rick Grimes. Oh, yeah. I'm back in, guys. Oh, yeah? All right. Well... Scott Gimple, of course, the, um, what is he, the turd. show? Oh, like him, Todd? Nah, he used to be the showrunner, and he, he, yeah. he fucks some shit up. I'm sure Steve can speak to it yeah, more the, than I could. The, uh-huh. the, the, the worst seasons were all Scott Gimple seasons, put that way. <laughs> well, apparently he's attached to this movie. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Scott Gimple, in an interview with Entertainment Weekly, um, said, uh, the scale of this movie is bigger, and the budget is bigger, um, and it's The Walking Dead, but heightened, both in the narrative themes, but also in just what we see on screen. He say, I say heightened, but I should also say it's very different. It's not going to be the exact same thing we saw on television. We're going in some wild new directions. We really want to deliver something special, something worth um, their trip to the movies. We're trying to be very deliberate and deliver something new. Uh, Gimple also told the site that the script is currently being refined and the director has not yet been chosen. He teases, we're going to be filling that screen with a brand new world. I So they're going to the theater? I thought it was a TV thing. No, theater. Huh, I didn't know that. Okay. Alrighty. Well, we talked about it just recently, um, but uh, the What We Do in the Shadows television series has officially been announced for their new season. It will premiere on FX Wednesday, April 15th, 2020. I don't understand why they don't release it for fall season. Right? Yeah. I don't know. But uh, the premiere will include the first two episodes, followed by a new episode each subsequent uh, subsequent week. Uh, the second season will have 10 episodes in total. I'm excited. Hell yeah. All right. Are you guys, I know you guys are excited for this bit of news. FX has renewed American Horror Story for seasons 10, 11, 12, and 13. Why? Just stop. <laughs> Please. Okay, did they say that because they're bringing back the big hitters of 
this franchise or like anything? Is Evan Peters coming back? Is um, Jessica Lane coming back? Well, it if was not. A, then why? It was announced that um, what's her name is coming back. Sarah. Sarah Paulson that's, is coming that's back. That's not enough for me to tag on for a few more seasons. Um, so the show uh, creator also in this interview said, "We're working on an idea for season ten that I think people will love because it's about reuniting fan favorite actors to come back." So we shall see. I have, I, I have a theory on all this. Okay. You know when you buy a mystery box and it auto-renews every month and then you forget about it and it still auto-renews <laughs> until you actually physically stop it? Well, I think Disney forgot they owned FX and FX shows are just getting auto-renewed without them knowing. And I think that's how American Horror Story is still going on. That's my theory. Alrighty. I didn't know they own FX too. Yeah, they own everything. Is so, FX yeah, an affiliate of Fox? Yeah, they were affiliate oh, of Fox. Okay. Damn, they own everything, man. Yeah, they really do. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So that's my theory. But yeah, I, I don't know, man. Uh, I haven't even finished the last season. Yeah. It's it's always the same. Two good episodes and then absolute shit for the rest of it. It's just... I don't know what's, what they're doing. It's it, they, it just goes too complicated. Every season is the same thing. It, yeah. it, they have a, like a simple storyline. It's actually pretty good. It pays homage to like, you know, different horror genres. And then they go into an absolute like crazy nonsensical direction it's like what happened yeah it's too much bring it back to basics guys then i'll be here for it yeah i haven't enjoyed it in quite a while and we completely gave up on 1984 we still had like three or four episodes to finish and we were just like eh and we decided not to continue so i don't see myself going back i've been fooled way too many times by that show hasn't been good for a while so but hey, people people seem to enjoy it for whatever reason. So I mean, will I watch the first episode of whatever season's <laughs> coming? Yes, because it's like something fun to do in October. Okay. <laughs> but we'll see. All right. Well, are you guys ready for a new Dario Argento movie? Yeah. Nah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Dracula Possibly. 3D? <laughs> Uh, So it has been announced that Argento is making his first movie since 2012's Dracula 3D. Um, The movie will be titled Black Glasses and will star his daughter, Asia Argento. Um, (laughs) I doesn't like it. Nothing else um, as... Nothing else uh, of news except that it is getting released this year in 2020. More news uh, as we find out, though, for sure, on that one. So I think Asia's a hottie. However, she's like a giant hypocrite. If you guys, Why? well, she was like one of those um, Me Too like front runners, you know? Um, yeah. Targeting, you know, directors and things. Oh, and yeah, then, and then she, like, slept with an underage guy, right, yeah, or whatever? She, someone she used to, I think, babysit, and she had sex with him, and he was, like, 17 or something. Yeah. And then her ex-boyfriend, Anthony Bourdain, paid him off. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, like, what's her, what's wrong with you? Like, Oh, hell, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know so Anthony Bourdain. He's like that guy that's on the Travel Channel, right? Yeah, the one that killed himself, yeah. 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 Oh. She's cool in Land of the Dead, though, which I, I think is a sleeper, like a really good movie that people hate. Agreed. Nice. All right. Let's talk trailer. Um, 
This movie um, is called VFW. Um, it will be um, premiering on VOD and Digital HD on February 14th, that 2020. Um, v, uh, VFW is about a tight-knit group of grizzled military veterans um, that just want to have a laid-back night of hard boozing inside their VFW digs. Too bad for them, though, that a gang of punk drug dealers and supercharged addicts have other plans for their unsuspecting elders. Stephen Lang, William Sadner, Martin Cove, and Fred Williamson star. Um, all right, we watched the trailer. What did you guys think of VFW? Right up my alley. That's going to be a no for me, dog. What? <laughs> right up my alley, man. Although I think the villain, even from the trailer, looks extremely, extremely weak. Um, he just looks like a little punk bitch. And then he says, like, yeah. good soldiers are good at dying. I'm like, dude, you're wearing a studded leather jacket. Shut the fuck up. But uh, it looks very Assault on Precinct 13-ish, the original. The remake's pretty cool, too, but the original is badass. So I'm, I'm in. I got, I got Green Room vibes, too, on this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, for sure. Um, Yeah, I think it actually looks like a really fun time, too. Um, You know, obviously it kind of knows what it wants to be, I think. And uh, What's that? Just like a... Like a midnight B movie yeah. type, like just kind of fun ride. So, and that's kind of what I'm taking it for. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for it. And it has the and the dude from uh, Don't Breathe is in it, who's like a really good actor. And Who, he's cool. the old man? The old man from Don't Breathe is like one of the lead actors in it. So well then. And you got the dude from uh, Karate Kid, Sweep the Lake, is in there too. Oh, he's and in I think that. I yeah, he's yeah, I even and uh, and Norm, I saw Norm from Cheers as well in the trailer. So hey, how can you go wrong? You can go. Yeah, I just, I just hope they really go for it though. Like they really go ultra violence and just have super a lot of fun with the movie. Is it rated R? I really hope so. I think so. Yeah. But, uh, yeah I don't see a rating, but um, I watched I, it in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just hope they go balls out on this and just it looks really fun, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, well, since it's VOD, it's probably one we could definitely review. Um, and it's gonna, ha- and the director of Bliss is directing it, which was one of my top horror movies of last year. So I'm definitely excited to see this director's. So that's up. why you're shoving this trailer <laughs> down everyone's throats. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, all right, couple more uh, pieces of info here. Uh, here's a quick little one here um, for those of you who have been waiting to see Rob Zombie's Three from Hell. Um, can wait a little longer for February 13th because Shudder has announced that they will be um, putting it on their streaming platform. So if you have not watched it yet, wait for February 13th and it will be available to you on Shudder. Or don't. (laughs) Yeah, right. Oh, you can listen to our review. We all kind of bashed it. All right. Yeah, it made my worst of year list. Did you make anyone else's? Yeah, it was my It fifth. didn't. I, I thought it was, like, pretty middle. It was, like, middle of the road to me. Like, I didn't think... It wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen, but definitely disappointing. Um, all right. Uh, what else do I get here? I guess we'll do uh, one last piece of news, and it is one more trailer. Um, Puppet Master character Blade is getting his own solo spin-off movie called Blade the Iron Cross. Um, the movie uh, 
here's a little synopsis for you. For decades, the fans have been clamoring for it, and now Full Moon delivers with the first standalone feature debut of one of its most beloved characters, the hook-handed maniac puppet Blade. Charles Bland's Puppet Master series continues as an unspeakable evil from Blade's past emerges in the form of a murderous Nazi scientist named Dr. Hauser. As Hauser's heinous crimes are discovered, the psychic war journalist Elisa Ivanov awakens Blade, and together, the bloody journey of revenge begins. Um, Blade will be hitting Full Moon's Amazon channel in March of 2020. So, what did you guys think of the trailer? I mean, the trailer wasn't that great, I'm going to be honest, but I'm excited for Blade to have his own movie. Okay. I mirror that. Mirror that 100%. I also mirror that for me. 300%. I mean, yeah, me too. The trailer is terrible. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> expecting the trailer to be amazing, but at least, like, shit, it's Blade. Come on, we've been waiting for this. And it literally was, like, uh, dookie. Yeah, it was pretty awful. I mean, they haven't made a good Puppet Master movie in a while. I know a lot of people liked, um, what's that newest Little one? Littlest Reich. I, I liked Littlest Reich. Uh, Littlest Reich, yeah. It was okay. I definitely have to revisit it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I guess we'll see how this one does. I mean, also, Littlest Reich wasn't attached to Full Moon. It was kind of like a weird thing there with um, Full Moon, like, wasn't involved in that production, but they're involved in this production. So, I mean, we'll see. I mean... Yeah, the trailer looked awful, but, I mean, let's be honest here. The Puppet Master movies aren't anything uh, groundbreaking. I mean, uh, let's be honest. We're all just honestly waiting for Leech Woman to have her own. Ah, uh, yeah. Leech so. Woman. I'd love a Leech Woman movie. She's definitely... Well, who's everyone's favorite um, Leech puppet? Woman. Leech Woman? Okay. She I like Blade. 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 I like Torch. Torch. Yeah, he's Torch cool. He's cool. Yeah. I like, uh, yeah. See, I, I've always been privy to Six Shooter. Um, yeah. but also, do, do you still have that one? I do, yeah. Nice. I got Blade and Six Shooter are like the full-scale replicas, but we were just in um, our local comic shop, and they have the uh, Jester replica, and he's pretty awesome yeah. looking. Was uh, that like 200? Said, yeah, 225. Mm-hmm. And they said uh, Leech Woman is coming in a couple weeks, so she might be one I have to pick up. Um, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, duh. that's it for horror news this week. If you ever have any horror news of your own, you can feel free to uh, email it into us, horrorsquadpodcast at gmail.com. Or um, even um, people, um, we've had um, independent filmmakers recently been sending us um, movies. So if you ever want us to kind of do a little review on your movie, um, we're not opposed to it, but just know that we are going to give our honest opinions on it yes sir trivia time let's do it trivia time what was your catchphrase sam from like eight episodes ago (laughs) which one i I have a new one that joe's a fan of let's see it let's hear it it's hard out here for a poor fan (laughs) stupid (laughs) He loves it. He lo- I can tell. I can hear it. Jingle? I don't know what it was. The sound effect? Is that what you're thinking of? Yeah, our soundboard that you like your your catchphrase soundboard thing. Steve, what's that thing called? The little slide whistle? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, the slide whistle. I thought you had a quote too, you said, but ah. Did I have a 
Yeah. Well, shit. A listener might tell us. We could create a theme song for trivia, like before trivia starts. Have a little intro music or something. Maybe, just... maybe, maybe a talented listener can send something in for us. We should, we should sing it all. <laughs> we should all sing one. That'd be fun. We really should. Like I'm gonna fucking win again. Trivia, Todd's gonna win. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut that. I'm gonna cut the one you just did. Hold on. I apologize to everyone on on listening. I'm gonna type real quick to timestamp. Zero three. All right, I'm good. All right, let's do it. All right, we ready? Uh-huh. All righty. Well, Sam's phone just died, so do you remember your trivia question? I'll try to do my best. Okay. All right. Well, folks, currently on trivia, of course, we just started a new year, so a new round of trivia begins here. Um, currently in last place, we have Sam with Woo! zero points. In third place is Joe... With two points in second place, Steve with three points. And in first place, the reigning champion himself, Todd, with four points. Oh, I like it, I like it. Oh, Todd! Oh, we got a little bell. <laughs> Sam, ready? All right. Uh, she'll probably go last. She's charging, her, she just turned her phone on. So I, I'll start it off for you okay. guys. All right, so... All right. Um, my trivia questions are all Dracula themed. Don't say that. Now everyone's going to look on the trivia tab. <laughs> all right. So, my first question is quite simply, who wrote Dracula? Uh, Mary Sh- Oh, it was Steve. Steve. He got it. Steve got it. Damn. Graham Stoker. Yeah. Fucking quick draw McGraw over there. <laughs> Jesus. I was going to say Mary Shelley, though. That was clearly wrong. That was Frankenstein. So. Right. <laughs> Damn it. All right, Steve, you go. All right. So this one I had like two weeks ago for Sam. So it's the only thing I know about Supernatural. Um, so in Supernatural, who plays Sam and Dean's dad, John Winchester? Jeffrey Dean Morgan. That's right. Negan. Right. Yeah. I didn't know Negan was in that. That's cool. Yeah. It's the only thing I knew about that show. So <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shawnee Smith stars as Amanda in Saw. What 1988 horror movie did she also star in? Ooh. I did not know oh. what she did. Yeah. She had to be she, young. She was right. also in summer school. Great comedy, teenage comedy movie. Let me add something to it then. What 1988 horror remake... Did she also star in? So it's a remake. What was that? She said. No. I don't know. I don't know. All right, the blob. Uh, Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Has Johnny Drama from uh, Entourage in it too. Nice. All right. Question two. Isn't Sam? Sam's got it. Oh. All out at the end because it's not coming right. on. All right, Sam is Sam is having some technical difficulties, so I will go again here. All right, Dracula 
is Bram Stoker based Dracula on this Nosferatu. Incorrect. Yeah. Oh, uh, Vladimir and Paler. Correct. Oh, motherfucking damn. All right. Steve takes the lead. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, second question. In Mayhem, what color is Derek Cho's Pride coffee mug? Oh, come on. Red. No. What's the question? In Mayhem, what color is Derek Cho's prized coffee mug? Brown. Nope. Joe? White. Nope. It was yellow. Mm. Yellow. That's a good movie. That's the one with, uh, what's his name there? Glenn? Steven. Yeah, Glenn from yeah. Walking Dead. Nice. My turn? Yes. Yep. All right, Maniac Cop. Stars. What two horror icons? Uh, uh, Tom Atkins. Uh, I don't know the other. Anyone else want a shot? Uh, this is fucking easy. Mitch Pelleggi. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, you got it. You want to take a shot? Nick Castle. That's a negative. That would be Tommy Atkins, correct? But we're missing Bruce Campbell. Uh, oh, Bruce right. Campbell. That's right. Boy. Damn. <laughs> you motherfucker. Okay. This is. Oh, this one is just a one-pointer. But can you? You give. I need. Three actors who have portrayed Dracula on film. That'd be Gary Oldman, uh, Luke Chris Evans, Isabella Gossi. And Peter Cushing. I think Todd got... What was Todd's three? I did Gary Oldman, Luke Evans, Bella Gossi, Peter Cushing. Correct. That's good. Yeah. Luke Evans, man. I really like that movie. Dracula Untold. Mm. I like it a lot. My personal... Uh, well, I'll, I'll save my personal... We'll talk about favorite Dracula's give, League. Give Steve a point for um, Tom Atkins, too. Okay. Tommy. I love Tommy, dude. Right. He's so good. <clears throat> All right. I think it's my turn. Mm-hmm. Yep. In the original, at the end of the Father's Day segment, how many candles are on the cake? Oh, God. It's uh, a great question. One? In Creep Show, the Father's Day segment, how many candles? Sixteen. Uh, I want um, my birthday cake. I'm gonna say three. No, it's actually seven. Seven. What was there a significance to that? Seven or? No, I just counted them. I thought it was, no. <laughs> I saw the picture. I'm like, <laughs> damn it! It's a good, it's a good question. Uh. All right, Sam. Okay, can you guys hear me? Wait, wait, wait. Are yep. we all are we all done with our three? I don't know, Joe. Is it oh. sound like you are? I thought we were. I, I still got I one more. Three? Okay, no. Oh, you got you one go. more? I asked my three. Oh, yeah. yeah. Me too. All right, Sam, get in on this one. In Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, what is the villain after? The recipe book. Cell book. You got it. Nice. Black Magic Cookbook. Alrighty. You want to bring the 
Can you guys hear her okay? Because she's kind of far away. I can bring. Yeah, I hear. Yeah. The mic. Okay. Okay. First question is. How many days did it take to film I Know What You Did last summer? 18. Did you get it right? No, oh, okay. Um, uh, 30. And 50. Oh, okay. Wow, really? Hmm. Yeah. Right. What are you waiting for, huh? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, um, in the film Final Destination, Todd's name is spelled with one D instead of the traditional spelling of two. In German, Todd means what? Oh, I Ooh. should know this. <laughs> yeah, seriously? Uh, it means dog? I don't know. It, actually, it means fox, but I don't know if that's in the German way. Does it have anything to do with, like, horror? Well, I can't tell you yes or no to that. Shit. Um, it, uh, demon. Uh, wait, lucky. That's one. Because it found it. It means death. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just going to remember Fox. Damn. Okay. Um, the entire saw. Wait. Yeah, Saw film was filmed in how many days? Uh, 12. 23. 14. Eh, 18. Oh, oh my God. Okay. These are tough questions, Sam. They are. <laughs> <laughs> I think on those we should be the closest without going over or something. No. Fine. <laughs> I got to stall your point somehow. Okay. <laughs> She's going to catch up with all the supernatural questions. That's it for trivia this week. Uh, currently, we have a tie for last place between Sam and Joe with two points. Um, in second place, Todd with five points. And on the top of the leaderboard, we have a new leader, oh. ladies and gentlemen, Steve, with six points. Keeping that momentum going. Oh, shit. All right, Steve, I see you. Yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> you guys ready for some Dracula? Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so Dracula is a Netflix-exclusive television show that consists of three pretty distinct episodes, um, and we're going to break it down into each episode so the first one uh, is a lawyer goes up to Dracula's castle to sign some paperwork and Dracula uh, makes him stay for a month and then finds out that he is actually draining his blood slowly so that he can rejuvenate himself. And then it picks up a little bit later where the lawyer is dying and he's at a convent and he tries to find a way to kill Dracula with the help of some nuns. So what do you guys think of this episode? I I loved this episode, actually. This was, without a doubt, my favorite episode of the three. You fell asleep. I did the first time, but that wasn't because I was I bored. <laughs> I was just exhausted. Um, and then I, yeah. But yeah, I, I really loved this episode. Um, I thought it was 
captivating the whole time. I really didn't think there was many dull moments. Um, loved the nun, um, the main nun, um, who we find out, spoiler alert, is Van Helsing, which I thought was kind of a cool little um, take, um, a little bit of different um, style there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was really fun. Um, there were some amazing scenes, um, which I will wait until we talk a little more about it. Um, I'll go ahead and go. So my friend Tara told me about this show, and I didn't even know it was a thing. And she told me that the first episode's a little bit slow, so I was like, oh, fine. So we started watching it. Um, I, Joe was into it more than I was, but then when you Jack, Dracula has his, I can't even remember, but he, like, starts being Dracula, then that's when I was interested, and it gave me just, like, those old classic Dracula vibes and I really was like oh this is gonna be so good um I liked the nuns I really love Van Helsing I really thought she was a good actor and I was excited to watch the next episode uh it was hard for me to get through the first episode to be honest with you I I didn't like the nun at all I thought she spoke too modern modernly if that makes sense um uh, the English dude that was dying, I didn't like his acting. And then Dracula himself was a little bit kooky. And uh, when they actually got to the, the convent, or is it con? Is that what you say? Convent? Um, when he was like outside the gate, I thought it was like super just weird to me. Like not in a good way. It was just like, I don't know. Just wasn't my thing. You didn't like when he crawled out of the wolf's body? No, I, there are some really cool practical effects, yeah. Um, but when she's, like, teasing him with blood and he's just standing there with his dick out, it's just, like, I don't know. It's just, it was just odd to me. Didn't didn't work for me. Oh, and then, like, he totally banged him, too. Like, both those guys had sex, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah when she was like, did you have sex with Dracula? That's when I was like, oh, I guess I'm interested. Let me see where this is going. Well, did they have sex? Well, I mean, he turned himself into whoever. I thought whoever. it was just because he was draining him the whole time. Like of his, yeah, you know. through his dick. Well, I, thought it, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was he, like, turned himself into his fiance. That's what I got out of it, too. I was like, did I miss that? Because that's what he did with the other guy, right. too. Yeah, I guess that could be it. Steve, what do you think? Uh, I actually really liked this episode as well. Um, it... Uh, it really it paid homage to a lot of like classic yeah. Dracula interpretations. Uh, I got some vibes from uh, you know the '90s Dracula. I got some like almost shot for shot vibes from the Hammer films, which was really cool. Um, I liked the atmosphere. I liked the set design. I actually liked the actor who played Dracula. I did I too. Do. I thought he did that. Even you know, as we get later into the episodes, I actually think he did a really good performance the whole way through. Just about. Yeah, I think he was definitely one of the highlights of this entire series. Uh, but yeah, really great in this episode. I do agree with Todd. I don't know what um, accent uh, Van Helsing was supposed to have, but it was dropping in and out, and this is kind of something that happens throughout the series. Uh, and it kind of bothered me. Like, every time she spoke, she had just a, the weirdest accent. And it wasn't consistent, so that kind of bothered me. But I did like that she was, like, intellectually kind of at the same level as Dracula and could have kind of a 
battle of the minds with him, which I thought was really cool. Uh, there's just a lot to like about this episode, personally. My one big gripe about this episode, though, is I wish they did more with the Brides of Dracula. Uh, mm. That's something that's important in the novel and a lot of the adaptations. And they kind of just gloss over it. You see them pretty quickly. Um, you know. And I thought it would be a big thing when the Brides kind of peeking over at the window. And I thought it'd be this whole like escape scenario that the the guy like the the guy the lawyer guy would plan with them but they didn't flesh that out at all and uh that kind of sucked but overall solid episode for me yeah i really like when he decapitated the nun's head that was awesome yeah (laughs) Yeah. that was badass um my one big gripe i guess with the episode was um some of the cgi was really weak um which i mean it is a bbc show like so this was like a bbc show that they net like partnered they like net partnered with netflix so it was on bbc first and then once this that series ended it went straight to netflix after that so i mean i guess you know like what i felt like the practical effects were so good that i didn't even pay attention no the practical effects yeah the practical effects were great like what's um like the bats um when the bats were like flying around um especially in the beginning um, when, like, he's, like, looking outside the castle walls, sure. it's, like, really, really cheap looking. And, like, that, like, little boy he sees or whatever it is that was, like, a, the floor above or whatever looked pretty weak. Um, but that's, like, my yeah. one gripe with the episode. It's I don't think it's, like, a huge gripe. Other than that, I really did enjoy this episode. I found it, you know, really entertaining. And, yeah, I mean, it was great, like gore um the and the practical effects are great i mean him coming out of the the uh wolf was definitely the highlight of the entire episode it was that part was awesome i will say too i didn't realize the episodes were going to be so long i wish maybe they were shorter and then added another like episode does that make sense yeah, I, I, hour and a half is pretty long um, for three episodes. I think the whole series probably could have been shortened down to maybe two episodes, but... Two episodes? Yeah, probably. Or like three one-hour episodes, I guess. I mean, four and a half hours was a bit long. Or maybe do four episodes, one hour. Yeah. I don't know, but an hour and a half, that was... No. <laughs> I was like, I got things to do. I didn't know it was an hour and a half. Yeah, they were like three, three basic mini-movies. And they're like... I mean, we'll talk about it, but they're like almost like three completely different like shows just involving dracula yeah i totally agree they're very very distinct from each other so almost like it's three writers who wrote their interpretation of the story is yeah it's weird in that way uh what'd you guys rank this episode uh rate sorry rate this episode i would give this episode an eight out of ten i really like this one um, I'm trying to remember what I liked about two, just so I can kind of know where to rate this one at. I can't remember two right now, but um, two's the one with her on the ship. Oh, okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I would do a seven point five. Um, four and a half. Damn. Yeah, I just I could not <laughs> get. It was hard to get through. Damn, Todd. Shall we? And for me, I'd agree with uh, Joe. I'd give it an 8. I really dug this episode. Uh, So that brings us to episode 2, where Dracula uh, boards a ship 
to head to the uh, to England and wants to go into a whole feeding ground. Uh, this episode plays a lot like an ep- like Clue, where there's uh, a bunch of people stuck on the ship and people start dying off and disappearing, and everyone's trying to figure out who's doing it. But obviously, we know it's Dracula, but they don't. Um, this episode it focuses a lot on kind of the upper class, which are you have like a, a royal and you have um, like a rich couple, and then there's also like a peasant who shows up with the chef. Uh, this episode is definitely a different feel than the other ones, but I'm interested to think what you guys think. Now, I'll start. I actually want to hear from Todd first. This is the episode where you stopped watching. What at what point are you like? I'm just done with the show. Uh, they got on the ship, and I was tired, and I just never went back to it. Um, to be honest <laughs> with you, because I, you know, first up, I, what, what Sam said with like hour and a half, that's like a investment. And mm-hmm. since I, I since I wasn't feeling it, I was just like, you know, I'm just not gonna watch it. I think I watched like Wolf of Wall Street or something. <laughs> Which is like three hours. <laughs> I know, but it's good. <laughs> it's got Margot Robbie in it, so. Yeah. Well, I didn't know it's optional for us to stop, so I will remember this next well, time. Well, if you don't like I... it, you don't have to watch it. That's all I'm saying. Well, damn. <laughs> I'm signing off for this episode. Bye, guys. No. <laughs> yes, um, yeah, that's why. So, episode number two, uh, like how Joe and Steve talked about, it's definitely a different bill so the first episode to me was like i was scared of dracula and then this one i was kind of like tired of dracula because i understand that back in i kept yelling at the tv and joe was like well you have to remember back in the day they didn't know anything about dracula but i don't understand how they weren't suspicious of him when he literally looked different from all of them he talked different he was just he it was so like I don't know. Hello. Open up your eyes. Um, But I liked that it involved other people and you got to kind of know their backstories and stuff like that. Um, I was really bummed that the, was he a doctor or a scientist with his daughter? He was like a, yeah, kind of a doctor. He's kind of both, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was really bummed that, uh, spoiler alert, they die. He dies. Um, I don't know what else to say about this episode. Oh, and I really liked how, I'm sure you guys will talk about it too. Um, they're wondering who's in cabin nine and it actually ends up being Van Helsing. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, I was kind of disappointed that she wasn't smart enough to realize that, but what can you do? I'm just being too hard on her, I guess. Uh, yeah, so this episode, when it started, confused the hell out of me. Um, I was like, am I watching, like, the same show, like, from the first one? Because it was just, like, so different. Um, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? They really, like, go into, like, a weird start with it where, like, they're playing, you have Dracula and Van Helsing, like, playing chess together. And you're like, okay, well, where the hell are they? They don't really explain anything at all. And then you kind of see Dracula on this ship and, uh... You're like, okay, I guess we're, we're doing this now. Um, yeah, just a completely different feel from the first episode. I will say um, this one definitely took um, longer to pick up and catch my interest than the first one did. But, um, you know, once he started, you know, killing, Dracula started killing people, it definitely got 
more interesting um, to me. Um, I think this episode probably is the highest body count of all of them because he pretty much takes out uh, the whole ship. Um, yeah, I mean, a slow start, but it definitely started to get more interesting. I really liked when um, they're um, kind of have their little circle there surrounded by the Bible pages. And, uh, you know, there's that tense moment where they, they don't trust that one guy and tell him to step out and Dracula almost grabs him and stuff like that. So that was some really, uh, was really fun and some fun stuff. And then of course we find out, um, the big twist, um, which I guess I'll let either Steve talk on or after we finish. Yeah. Maybe we'll, we'll, that, that brings into the third episode. So we'll talk about the end. Uh, so I, I like this episode as well. Uh, I thought it was a cool kind of murder mystery vibe, even though we knew as the audience who the murderer was, but they didn't. Uh, I always like those kind of stories that are it's just people kind of trying to figure things out. And uh, like Sam said, I really liked the twist where uh, Van Helsing, so they're playing chess together for you know, the first half of the episode. And there, you know there's someone in Cabin 9 that we're not seeing, which is like a cabin that's locked up and the captain refuses to let anyone inside of it. And I thought it was cool that it was actually her and she was just basically in a dream playing chess with him. So uh, nice twist there. I like the character of Pete, Peter, or Peter, uh, which is like this kid. He's kind of a peasant kid who snuck on the ship by using the name of someone who had passed away at the beginning of the episode. But at the same time, I have a gripe because they really don't explain why he took someone else's name to get on the ship or really what his purpose was. Um, which is, and he's one of the two, the only two people who survives from that entire ship. I think um, he just wanted a new is, start, wasn't it? Like a fresh start. May, may, maybe, but they never really go into it. You know, it's just, he's just there kind of the whole episode. And seeing as how he's one of the two survivors, you would think that he'd have a more like crucial role in this whole uh, episode, but he doesn't. So that was just a strange decision. But overall, I, like Joe said, I really like the thing with the Bible pages and at the end, we kind of really ramps up the tension throughout the episode. I think the episode gets better as the episode progresses. Definitely. And up, up until the last 10 minutes, it actually got pretty good. And unfortunately, then the ball drops and, oh boy, that whole other thing. But uh, overall, I thought it was a pretty solid episode. Also, I was thinking, even though this is the episode with the highest body count, I was disappointed with the kills and how, I mean, it's Dracula. How else is he going to kill him? But I was expecting a lot from that nun's head being ripped off. I was like, oh, this is going to be good. And then it, I just was let down, like, for the kills in the second episode. Mm-hmm. Just my thought. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just, you know, with Dracula, he's not a slasher. He's just... No, warm. I know that. But I yeah. mean, if you're going to rip a nun's head off, yeah, can you rip definitely. a nun? Can you, like, yeah. rip some limbs off? Like That would have been... Definitely, I agree. It like, you more. fucking <laughs> ripped the bitch's head off. You know? <laughs> Anyway. So what do you guys rate this episode? Um Tough one. She's a deep thought over here. Yeah. I'll do just a seven, I guess. Yeah, I'm uh, at a seven on this one as well. Um I think it's a Definitely a good episode. It was just a little bit. This one was a little bit slower, but it it did pick up and got better as it went. Like Steve said, so seven for me. And I agree. I think it's a seven as well. Uh, not as good as the first episode, but still, I quite enjoyed this uh, 
this entire episode other than the last few minutes of the episode, which leads us into episode three. Does Ta want to rate this episode, even though he didn't yeah. see the... <laughs> you want to rate the five minutes you watched on it? It's not fair for me to talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is where the show fucking takes the craziest, just unsensical uh, twist. So at the end of episode two, we see Dracula wash up on the beach, and instead of being greeted by people from, I think it's the mid-1800s, He's greeted by helicopters and cop cars and what looks like Van Helsing uh, as like an FBI type of agent and basically saying that that we've now jumped 150 years into the future. And that leads us into episode three, where she takes Dracula into this super high-tech facility built specifically to house Dracula so he doesn't escape. I mean, this thing has like, a ceiling that rotates to mat to put the sun in a certain angle so that he can only stay in a certain spot of his uh, cell, which makes it basically he cannot escape this uh, this prison. Five minutes later, some random guy shows up, says he's his lawyer, and gets him out of that prison without any fighting whatsoever. Uh, then he goes to a house, and just it just this episode just goes absolutely nowhere. And it, then there's, like, the social media star who shows up that he, for some reason, wants to drink her blood more than anyone else's. But they don't really explain why, other than, like, some bullshit explanation that she's into horror more than anyone or into death more than anyone else in London. And it, it just has a... I won't talk about the ending until we actually talk about it, but, oh, my God, a pretty stupid ending to the entire series. Uh, so, yeah, just what do you guys think? Yeah, I was turned off when she shows up in her little FBI jacket. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I was like, this could have this could have been a good little show, but what the fuck? Um, well, I think- what, what we're not explaining, too, is that it's not actually Van Helsing. It's like Van right. Helsing's great, 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 great like, granddaughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But, uh, I don't know, as this episode was going, like, I hated the social media girl, I hated her boyfriend, her friends, I hated just all the scenes at the club, like, it was just such a waste of time, it was such Mm -hmm. a letdown. Um, I almost, not to, I don't want to put down the show Lucifer from Fox, but I felt like it was like that, um... Now, if I knew I was watching that, sure, it would be good. Like, I could see that episode being a show on Fox or something like that. That would be really good in today's time of how Dracula has to adapt and all of that stuff. But don't fucking tease me where he's back in the day, living his awesome life, being creepy and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden we're in our time. Like, I just don't like it. Um, I mean, he was a good actor as Dracula in 2020-whatever, where he's talking about phones, TV, technology, and all of that stuff. I mean, it was funny, but just so different from the first two episodes, and I didn't think they were going to take it that direction. Yeah, this episode was a massive disappointment. I found myself super checked out a lot of the time. Um, Very bored, just with the story in this one, Um, this episode. um, Oh, man, yeah. (laughs) Just the the hilarious part, when I really started checking out, is when 
the Wi-Fi password that he figured out was at Dracula itself. They're like, who gave Dracula the Wi-Fi password? <laughs> and he like he went on a fucking thing, iPad and hired an attorney from like 130 years ago, like or whatever. Um, that like the same law firm or whatever. I mean, just like so stupid. Um, yeah, and I I did not like the the Lucy character at all either. That like you said for whatever for no reason at all. Um, he's just obsessed with and wants to become his new bride. bride. Um, just, I don't know. Dracula in the 21st century is definitely an interesting idea and um, I think is cool. But I really, like, they just really, like, um, like based on the first two episodes, I think it was kind of a disservice to do it, like, with this particular story. Um, maybe, like, a standalone movie would have been cool, but just to, like, kind of throw that, like, out of nowhere and make that your finale to this, I thought was a really poor choice. Um, but there were, I will say, two positives to this episode. I really liked Lucy's burn makeup yeah. at the end of this episode. I thought that was... It was awesome. Cool. That was definitely the highlight of this episode, and also the creepy dead kid. Yeah, I loved good. that little dead kid. He was adorable. Yeah, he was he was awesome. I don't know what the fuck he had to anything to do with the story. But Nothing. He was awesome looking. <laughs> yeah, he was creepy. Oh my yeah. god. Like, ugh. oh my god. Yeah. So this episode is just so bad in so many ways. Uh, I I they they spent so much time like th- talking about how much they built this super state of the art facility. They had this entire institution based off the like dedicated to the lawyer from the first episode. And he breaks out in, like, five minutes by friggin', like, getting a lawyer. I mean, oh, my God. That alone just completely checked me out of this. Uh, the social media star, I just didn't understand at all. I didn't care about her whatsoever. Uh, why he picked her was still not clear that she has the most, like, death-obsessed person in London. Hard to believe. <laughs> uh, I don't know. This whole episode was just so poor. And the whole thing where he can't uh, eat... Van Helsing because she has cancer. No, it's yeah. strange to me. I don't know. That just didn't for me either. And then the ending oh, of, yeah. of this episode so dumb. was really dumb. So it makes no uh, sense. No, ex- exactly. So, so she, so you have Dracula and his like monster pad there with Van Helsing and the kid who liked a social media star, and the kid wants to kill Dracula, but she's like, no, you'll get another chance. And she looks at him in the eyes like, trust me, you'll get another chance. And he looks at the uh, blinds, which it's the daylight right now. So my idea was that she'd somehow make Dracula, like, get close to the window. And he'd, like, break the window from outside and he'd die or something. No, no, no. He never shows up again. We don't know what the fuck that was. (laughs) And then it turns out that all these, like, things that Dracula, that killed Dracula, and sunlight and the cross and all that stuff was actually not true. He can actually totally walk into sunlight. Crosses don't affect him whatsoever. It is all in his head. So really nothing can kill him. <laughs> but he decides at that point, well, nothing can kill me, but I like you, so I'm going to kill myself by eating Van Helsing's blood. <laughs> it makes no fucking sense. And it just ends there. That's it. The end of the show. Makes no fucking sense at all. What a disappointment to the entire series. Uh, this will kill it. Like, it killed the entire series for me. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, why would he kill himself? Like, it made zero sense. Like, why Why would he commit suicide? Like, why does Dracula want to commit suicide? Like, why? There's, they don't explain <laughs> anything. Like, is it a realization that, like, oh, like, my whole life's been a lie, so I'm going to kill myself? Like, I don't get it. I, well, and then, too, I was kind of thinking, I was asking Joe, I was like, so he was a... What did I say? Yeah, I we, like, like watched it, like, and we were so confused. We're like, wait, like, what happened? <laughs> I was like, I, no, what did I ask you, though? I said, was it that he feared death, and so now he can finally be put out of misery because he thought it was going to be worse than actual death is? Like, I, it's like, you got what you wanted. Like, you're strong. You can do anything. Like, you can, I don't know, maybe living is overrated, and that's why he killed himself. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They don't explain anything. Yeah, and one thing, like, uh, in inter- interviews of Vampire, which is one of my favorite vampire movies of all time, one of the really things I really liked about it is that he really misses seeing the sun. Like, that's one of his big things. And when cinema gets invented, he goes to the movies just so he can see a sunrise. And they kind of echo this in this show. Right. Where he, he misses seeing the sun, and he, when he sees it on TV, he's, like, super into it. And then when he realizes that he can actually, like, go into sunlight, he looks at the sun, and he's so happy about it. Why doesn't he just fucking start going outside, looking <laughs> at the sun, get, taking a walk on the beach? No, he's like, okay, I'm done. I'll kill myself now. Right. It's, oh, this whole thing, just awful, 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 awful episode. Like, what was the point of even getting the lawyer? Just stay in the cage and let them <laughs> test on you if you're going to kill yourself. Like, make your life worth something. Right. Yeah, just and like just... her drinking the Dracula's blood. Like, what was the point of all that? Like, who Van Helsing? Remember, she drinks his blood, um, and like nothing really comes it, of it. It was to, to get to know him better. That's how she figured out that he wasn't actually oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, because one of the things in the entire series is that, and he, he talks about in all three episodes, when he drinks someone's blood, he kind of absorbs their yeah. abilities and right. their memories. So mm-hmm. that's why she drank the blood, so that she could kind of absorb some of his memories. Gotcha. And she figured it out. That, that was one of the one few things I actually liked about this series slash episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, uh, I liked when on the ship in episode two, he's talking about he only feeds on the upper class because there's no benefit to feeding on the lower class. Right. Uh, since they don't have the abilities that he requires. And he was really bummed out that he couldn't uh, eat the scientist because he wanted to know science a little bit better, and that would have benefited him going forward. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was a cool thing, but they really didn't explore it as much as they should have. Yeah. Definitely. Oof, yeah, this one, it's like, it, it's up there with, like, the worst last episodes I've ever seen of anything. Like, up there with Dexter, which was maybe <laughs> the worst of them all. Yeah, lumberjack. This is way oh, worse God. than that. Yeah, Dexter's the worst by far, but... Uh, this no. was pretty up there. Like, I, I don't know if I'd watch season two. That's how bad this episode was. I don't know where they would go with season two. It would have to be a completely new character. Wait, there is a, there's going to be a season two? No, I think this was it. Mm. Yeah. You, you think so? I don't know. I, th- I think so. I think it was just like a What if we think he kills himself? He tries to kill himself, but then he's like, <laughs> if he can't die, how did he kill himself again? He drank her blood? How did he die? Yeah, he, he drank her cancerous blood. Yeah, her blood's poisonous. But didn't he try it before, early on? Yeah, he got, like, sick. 
Right. Yeah, he, 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 he stopped before he, yeah, he threw it up and stuff. Mm-hmm. Which also makes no sense. You're telling me all those people you ate didn't have some kind of disease? Yeah. Right? Anyway. Oh, you guys uh, rate this episode? Oh, God. Zero. Uh, it's going to be a one for me. One? Shit. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go... Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty awful. Uh, I'm gonna go three and a half. Uh, I'm gonna go four. I mean, despite how bad it was, there were some enjoyable moments in it, like the dead yeah. kid, the uh, the burn makeup was great. I, I kind of liked that he's in that kind of shitty house and he's he thinks she's super rich because she has all the yeah. like electronics. That was, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. I, did, I did enjoy that. So there's enough moments in it that I enjoyed to warrant a little bit higher of a rating, but still, wow. Yeah, four. Uh, what about the series as a whole? Uh, so tough, because I really did like episodes one and two a lot, but just, man, three is just such a disappointment and such a tough way to end it that, it, to me, it's just like, would I rewatch this series? Probably not, Um and if I were to rewatch it, I would watch episode one and maybe two um, and completely skip over three. So I'm going to say it's middle of the road. So I'm going to go five and a half on it. Uh, it's tough. Because um, it's like the shitty parts make you not want to watch it again, you know? Right. Um, I'm going to say I'll do a six. Point five, and I'll give it a six. I mean, the first two episodes were good enough that yeah, I would consider watching them again. But I definitely wouldn't watch that third one again. It's just, it's awful. So, yeah, John, I so. guess it's good you stopped it too. <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I, not approved. Well, I mean, you guys yeah. all liked it for the well, most part, right? Yeah, I would. Yeah. I would. I don't think I would recommend it to people. Me either. I would recommend it to maybe. I don't. I would recommend it to. I don't really know. Into vampires. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, maybe we're just being. I mean, even though it has its flaws, like, are we just being too harsh because, like, it's us? But I would, like, your parents. I would say watch it. Like, if you enjoy. I don't fucking know. I'm, why am I trying to? <laughs> I think honestly, non-horror fans would enjoy this more. Yes, thank you. Than, I was yeah. trying to come up with mm-hmm. something. <laughs> My wife yeah, I think didn't like it either. She didn't. No. No. no? Uh-uh. Well then. Yeah. <laughs> what do I? <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> what about? Do you guys have? Who is your favorite Dracula or vampire performance ever? Vampire period. Sure. Oh. That's a good one. Oh, um, Bill Paxton, man, uh, from uh, Near Dark. Nice. Oh, so cool. good. Nice. There's some good to ones, me, though. Tommy Cruise is always good. It's good in interview. Yeah. I really like uh, Duncan Rhaegar as Dracula in the Monster Squad. I think he's one of the best oh, Draculas ever. Yeah. How come no one's saying Edward from Twilight? I was thinking it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it, Tom. 
Uh, as far as one vampire, I'd say my favorite is maybe Chris Sarandon in Fright Night. Mm. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. too. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, my, but my favorite vampire movie, I'd say, is an interview with Vampire. I really I really dug that film. Like, I thought it was awesome. It's yeah. still pretty good. I watched it a couple years ago again. Yeah, the performances are awesome in that film. Yeah. Uh, I like Kiefer as uh, David. Lost Boys, yeah. Classic. Michael. Oh, <laughs> Michael. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> How are your worms? I got worms. Did you guys rate the series, Freddy? Yeah, we just yeah. did. Right, I kind of, I, I kind of zoned out. I was actually reading about um, an actor from uh, the dad from that Salem movie that's about witches what's it called it's in your damn town the Sanderson sisters what's the fucking movie called uh, Hocus Pocus yeah the dad how he died in real life he did which one like the, the, the dad Max and Danny yeah how'd he die he, he died recently uh, no I'll have to bring it up again but um Apparently, he was found in a field with a self-inflicted throat slice. Dang. So I was like, I did not oh, know shit. This. Yeah. Crazy. It's crazy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it, for the, I guess for the listeners, if you guys have a chance to see Underwater, we'll be talking about that next. Yes. Kristen Stewart in theaters right now. Yes. We'll be seeing it this weekend, and you guys are both going tomorrow? Yes, sir. Hell yeah. Nice. Some Underwater... What is it going to be? Is it going to be monster, alien? I'm going monster? like, like, like a, yeah, I'm going monster. I guess that's like a awoken from awaken, whatever you want to say, from a cave or some shit. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll see. We'll see. We'll find out next week. Mm, bye. Ah, uh, <laughs> bye. Yeah. Trivia time. Trivia trivia. Todd's gonna win. Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks too, and deadly serious about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say, once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, it's scary.